I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Negative. <laughs> what the fuck are you on? <laughs> you said that. It's the monk show. <laughs> you said that so comfortably. I froze. I thought, what? <laughs> Can we keep it? That's so funny. <laughs> We're recording the YouTube channel today, not the podcast. Oh, apparently. <laughs> oh. I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly podcast where myself and Tegan discuss everything that's going on around us in the world and how inept we are at succeeding in the game known as life. We're going to split it into three segments. So we're going to have a general chat to begin with. Then we're going to discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And then we'll finish it up with some deep thoughts at the end. So without wasting any time... Let's get straight into the podcast. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, it is the fourth week of morning this week. People may say it's rigged, people may say we planned this because of all the uh, breaks we've had, but this is the fourth and final week, casualty's over, so today will be the last, or this episode will be the last day of morning. Casualty's uh, not over. Do you want to come? Casualty's not over. It's it's, it's still running, mate. Like, don't get everyone like that scared. I don't think they will be that scared, to be honest. (laughs) Do you know what I know at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Although... Although, maybe some Casualty fans are listening since, you know, the last time we spoke about it. Yeah. That might be why our I mean, viewers are increasing. Well, let's let's give my opinion because there's two episodes worth to go through. What happened the week before last? I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> what the f- A lot of things. Oh, a lot of things. No, it's when they did, um, the, they did the druggies. So, there's three members of staff. Well, there four, technically. And if you want to include step-parents, five or six, depending if you're going to count Jacob as a step-parent. Because he seems to... Can we just... I don't know where this energy from Jacob came from about like my little Grace here. She didn't like you at first. She couldn't stand you. She broke you up, you like you and Connie up intentionally because she couldn't stand you. For five minutes, she was a parent who were like, calm down. All right. And then you still, and then because Connie was too bothered with her child that was in a coma or like really sick, your big fat cheated on her mum. So fucking shut up with the like, my Gracie thing. That's, that's a piss take. <laughs> Moving on. You've got David, who's a nurse, his, do- his son, Ollie. Ole! Then you've got Natalia, who is another nurse's and paramedic's daughter. And then you've got Grace, who's Connie's daughter. They were all hanging out, um, drinking, and then Natalia decided to do some absolute big fat drug called Black Mamba. Don't even know what it is. Um, anyway, she ends up on a train track, and then the big fat dies, doesn't, because Ollie saves her. And then... Well, that was that. It was a bit shit, really, if I'm honest. It was big hyped up and it really was a bit shit. I'm sorry. I was actually a bit, well, like, mortified by that episode because everyone was like, it's so good. It was not. However, 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 Connie's final episode, forgetting Connie's ending because on a personal one, very upset with it, but Amanda Meelan didn't want a big deal and... I was really confused because in interviews she'd been saying like no one knew she was leaving and I was like how would no one know she's leaving like surely everyone would have seen the ending clip her ending clip was just her holding hands with Grace and walking off so actually you would just think oh maybe she's taking a few days off like you wouldn't know you know 
But Amanda Meeling was happy with it, so I guess it's fine. But the actual episode within itself was a 10 out of 10. A 10 oh, out of 10. High yeah. praise. Yeah, well, uh, actually, maybe 9 out of 10, because there was sometimes too much of other people's dramas that I couldn't care about. But Emily Carey's acting, oh, she is amazing. I love her. I actually do. I love that girl. So, I, I mean, you wouldn't believe she's a year younger than me, but I aspire to be her. She's a vibe. She's a whole ass vibe as a person but so basically in this episode she's on a date with ollie she shouldn't be out of the house because obviously the whole drug situation and then it turns out ollie's like joking around deciding to um throw sweets in his mouth and catch him to try and impress grace he ends up choking grace is doing compressions but he can't breathe because the sweet's stuck so i mean i don't know as i tweeted out at the time what in the five minute crafts the fuck she was doing however she pulls up a <laughs> youtube video of how to do a tracheostomy with because she's an eco queen because grace is vegan and like ethic like she's just yeah she's a bit of a dick in some places but anyway the eco like the metal straw saved his life but then everyone's having a go at being like you could have killed him like you could have stabbed oxygen to his brain because he wasn't pumping his blood all this right it was it was mad everyone was like pissed off and i thought she just saved this boy's life from a fucking youtube video and a metal straw what a queen <laughs> what a queen anyway oh. um and then what i want to know is why does grace beecham think that america is just like dead who gives her the money to just get on these planes she's back and forth to america like it's just going to town i can't deal with it so she's at the train station going to the, like the airport obviously in the middle of covid and all queen no oh, anyway so irresponsible well anyway obviously we'll go back to live with the dad because she's running away from her problems and then connie ends up getting to the train station on time talking to her and being like i was an addict because she was at one point and then they have this whole like, little heart to heart which is actually really emotional nearly nearly big fat cried but didn't can my guinea pig not drink its water bottle right now okay <laughs> <laughs> i can hear them as well <laughs> leave, leave them be leave oh wait We'll have to get into the yeah, guinea pig situation yeah. because that happened. That happened. But anyway, continuing with casualty. And then they end up going back to the thing. It turns out Ollie's fine. And then that's it. Like, they, they hold hands and walk off and that's Connie gone. But oh. many theories I want to just throw out there. If 2 plus 2 equals 4 and 5 plus 5 equals 10, what the fuck is this? Because Amanda Meelan, <laughs> in interviews, is saying, we'll be talking in a few months and I'll be back, right? Like, she'll be talking about coming back. But then on every social media post about it, she's like, it's the end of an era. Babe, that seems very definite to me that you're not coming back as Connie anytime soon. So, again, if 2 plus 2 equals 4 and 5 plus 5 equals 10, what the fuck is this? Isn't she coming back after six months, though? Yeah, exactly. That's what she's saying. But then on a, a, if Instagram post and a Twitter post, it doesn't seem that way. Mm. However, however, however... If we, obviously, Holby and Casualty meant to be the same hospital. Connie used to be head of cardiothoracics. Then she left for four years and came back to Casualty. But in that time, Jack Naylor became absolute cardiothoracic queen. Now she left and we will not get into her ending because that was a pile of shit. I mean, whoever did that, <laughs> I'm sorry. It pissed Ran me off. Ran off with a man. Ran off with a man. I'm disgusted. Anyway, not even for a daughter. <laughs> At least Connie left with a daughter. Like, you know, that's kind of Connie's whole thing this entire time. Like, she can't have it all. And she's finally decided that she can. Anyway, right. There's rumours that when she comes back, she's going to go back to Holby. And she's going to go back to Cardiothoracics, which, honestly, I think girl does need a fresh break because I feel kind of sorry for Amanda and Charles to some degree because everybody wants Connie and Jacob to happen to the point that, like, any other actor who possibly, a character that ends up with one of them, everyone just fucking despises. Like, Tina, who's now with Jacob, and she's done nothing right. Actually, no, she's a bit stupid, but other than that, she's done nothing wrong, really. Yeah, you've definitely expressed um, some of your hatred towards yeah, that character. Yeah, but I'm throwing out accusations, like, she's going to turn into, like, some controlling bitch, because like, I just really dislike her. I'm like, I can just see it now. She's going to abuse Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> 
looks unhappy. But no, I actually think she is, to be fair. I do. I think because apparently it's going to be in a storyline that no one's expecting. Jay could be in like controlled or abused is something I do not expect. But apparently I do expect because I'm saying it. But there's my thoughts. Yeah, with that ending uh, for Connie, which isn't even a proper ending because she's coming back. She's returning. <laughs> allegedly yeah but you know if she wanted to keep it cool keep it you know under the radar then it was, i, guess I like it forgive the the ending a bit wasn't as extreme as we thought it was going to be no and I've, I've dealt with it quite well to be fair like i've not cried I've, I've, I've kind of did you cry on the last episode no i didn't oh because to be fair right honestly stan twitter in any fandom is just amazing but casualty stan twitter is just something else we actually despise the show so much but we still watch it every week and still slag it off it's mental so <laughs> the tweets are like elite if i'm honest like some of the stuff that comes out of people's mouth is just brilliant i can't handle it it's a love-hate relationship what, yep. what are they gonna do now though with no connie beecham content faith cadogan however she's a bit big fat cancelled at the moment she's such a dick i'm sorry that really did piss me off faith love right so a husband is gay right that's not the problem the problem is he cheated on her that's my problem however she's going about this all in the wrong way then she ends up shagging dylan who dylan big fat fancy the pants of her would die for her um, and then she's found out basically he used to be an alcoholic and she's like fucking offended and now she's gone back to her husband oh, oh. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that was a shared emotion <laughs> so she's a bit cancelled oh, really so much so much drama it is a medical for drama. what's supposed to be a medical series you'd expect the drama to be like medical related things like, i oh, find it mad driven off a cliff i find it mad that like casualty used to like yeah when it first started it was like debated in parliament like that's it being on because casualty was originally like the show and then hall became later on years later but they didn't it was a tory government and they didn't like it because its original purpose was to show kind of how stretched the nhs was like oh my word yeah the, the world we used to live in yeah and it was debated in parliament it's mad that in it <laughs> <laughs> a tv show really <laughs> So many people were so butthurt back then. Holy oh, crap. Even with games like uh, GTA... G- no, G- no, not GTA. They're, right, okay. They're, uh, you know Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? Mm-hmm. There was a mission in that game where you played as Russians or you played as someone who was undercover for the Russians mm-hmm. and there was a, a mission where you would go into the airport and you could kill like all the civilians in the airport and that was a heavily debated topic Leon, i don't think day, you realize like, how long ago casualty started mate like we weren't even born like my mum was a child right i know that but oh, right. even oh yeah i know still <laughs> it wasn't even a couple of years ago to be honest like modern warfare 2 came out years when? ago like were we not in primary school eight we probably weren't no we were in primary school i remember because yeah. i used to play with another friend and it was quite controversial for me to do so but anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. so there was a mission where you could go in and you can shoot like all the civilians in the airport now you had a choice whether you wanted to do that or not you didn't even have to kill anybody it was just you know that it's scene just was so shocking and oh it was heavily debated on like so many news places saying there is a mission that promotes terrorism and promotes you to be a terrorist. It's like, okay, calm down. Right, this calm is my thing. I don't thing. think us gamers are going to be turning into terrorists anytime soon. Do you know soon. what makes me laugh, right, is that, that that generation of people would call us like snowflakes 
because we want to like address people in the right way by using pronouns and like being you know like black lives matter and stuff like that however they're crying over a video game who's the real snowflake exactly. <laughs> like do you know what i mean uh, like it makes me laugh because they'll say like oh because we ask like we use pronouns and stuff like that like you're such a snowflake but you're complaining about it if you're not asked just don't bother like you are also being a snowflake ju- they just piss me off honestly do you, oh do you remember the army campaigns the uk army campaigns they were like snowflakes we need you <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? No, but that's mad. <laughs> yeah, the British Army had a very controversial advertising strategy. Yeah. A I, I like years the ago. one where it was like... Iconic. I was like the ones where it's like, he makes toast, he does that, he does this, and it's like, he was born in Carlisle, but made in the Royal Navy. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so deep, it's so moving. If you could repair a toaster, you could repair a TV. If, if you, you could, could repair, repair a TV, TV. you could repair... <laughs> You could repair a bike. If you could repair a bike, you could repair a, a giant Chinook <laughs> helicopter. It's <laughs> so good. Um, All of it. My other drama is... So the reason we didn't have a podcast last week is... Um, oh, yes. Apparently, the weekend I was losing Connie Beecham, which could have been very emotional, my guinea pig decided on Good Friday, it was time. It was time for him to hop off out. <laughs> on Good Friday as well, <laughs> it, was, it was. He literally was. The SpongeBob meme was like, I'm a head out. <laughs> So my time has come. A big fat died of old age. There was genuinely no other reason for it. Like I literally went out on Thursday, and other than like a bit of weight loss, he was fine. Like he yeah. was eating. Tegan takes very good care of uh, guinea pigs. I do, honestly. I, can I mean, back him up on that one. Christmas, twenty quid gifts to get. Like you know, I'm not, I'm not taking the piss here. Anyway, I was at. We were going to record a podcast still, but um, it turns out I spent to six different shops because. I was petrified Bessie was going to, like, die of heartbreak. Six different pet shops. I drove from, like, I don't want to say where because it's where we live, but a while, a good while, and none of them had guinea pigs. And I was like, this is actually mortifying. I'm going to lose my next (laughs) guinea pig for, like, the heartbreak because that happens. It was really a stressful moment. Like, even I'd been Googling that morning, like, because he died on the Friday. And on Saturday morning, I was like, is it the best thing to do to get another one? And it was like, if you're not going to get another one, you need to give it to either a sanctuary or someone who has other guinea pigs because it's just not fair. (laughs) So I was like, brilliant. I'm either going to have to give it away anyway or find a, a friend and I can't do that. But then I went to my dad's on Sunday and we we looked on him thing yeah pets for homes and we found one I've got like a little baby one she's tiny she's still tiny oh, although she's getting a bit yeah. of a fat belly already so babe she's learning to eat from Bessie and go off queen go off <laughs> learning from the mother but or yeah the like mother Bessie figure. I was waiting for it to be a bit like tense same night they were in the same cage which I wasn't gonna do I have separate cages but like Bessie suddenly just became a mother she was like bitch I'm a mother no drama yeah she, that, was, that was literally Bessie's vibe I mentioned this to you before but the difference between those two guinea pigs it's like one's clearly the more mature of yeah. one you know they they look a bit more prim and proper like yeah. that's that's Bessie and then you've got Hattie yeah. who just looks like a little rebel she is um, with, but, with, with a little spiked hairstyle right my favourite thing is so I go in the cage and like obviously Hattie's still getting used to being handled and stuff like that yeah so I have to keep doing it just to make sure that she knows like it's fine but she runs off and every time i go near her bessie just shoots me a look as if like fucking hurt her and watch what happens mate fucking watch what happens <laughs> right and then like she lets me go near her like, she's not that territorial but she's just like it's like a look of like fucking watch it but then she'll run over to her make sure she's all right and then i'll pick her up 
and then she just fucking carries on eating because Bessie is Bessie will not stop eating um she's living her best life and then like I'll pet it and put it down and then like I'll put it back in the cage and then she'll like look at me again and be like she fucking best be all right and then go and like kiss it and stuff and I'm like wow she is a mother she's developed a mother's look and I never expected it from her but I love it I'm proud of her it's great that they've now bonded so well because you know you shouldn't have any concerns about them because they're happy well we're a week on nearly now and they're fine it's a shame though because you know Bill's just Bill was an fully icon. Forgotten. No, he's not forgotten. <laughs> she's buried in my garden, mate. He's not forgotten. No, I mean probably Bessie. True, actually. Because Hassie's here. She's got, she got bigger fish to fry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am keep getting like uh, Snapchat memories of Bill, and I'm just like, not today. I'm just not ready to process oh, that it. Must be I'm, so, like, like, I'm not ready to process you it. Can't escape. Like, You're gonna Bill, carry on getting those reminders the as thing well. Is, like Bill was like my first pet that I got. He was a rescue guinea pig, and like he was just a fucking who. He was he was a different guinea. He was a different type of guinea pig. Like, he just was. Oh, I miss him. Oh, I'll, I'll tear up. When did up. you get Bill? Was it three years when ago? When you were still in high school? I just finished GCSEs. Oh, no. It was August. Oh. So he would have been, we'd had him for years, but we didn't know his age. So he only lived for like three to six years. Well, I think he's lived his best life. Talking of pets, yes. Leon. Talking of pets. Yes. Okay. So I have amazing news for everybody. I am now the proud father of two very lovely dwarf hamsters. It all happened so quickly. Uh, now, to all of you hamster advocates out there, don't worry i did all of my research beforehand it was just i'm talking about like the process of announcing it to the family and then actually going out and buying one it was very quick it was over the space of like a couple of days the only thing that was stopping me was ordering the bin cage and stuff because you know i'm all about that hashtag bin cage life i don't agree with the small enclosures that they have in pet stores i don't agree with caged enclosures i think bin cages are the way to go but anyway so obviously originally i was going to get a dog and i was talking to my family about it and i was like you know I'm s- I still would like one. It's just obviously because of COVID and the whole pandemic. It's very difficult to go out and, you know, go to another person's home, have a look at the dogs, see if they're right for me, and then like bring one back, whatever. It's a very difficult process. So I've decided that I'm going to wait until probably the end of this year or maybe the beginning of next year before I start looking into into dogs. But anyway, I was talking to my dad and was like, but I would still like, you know, a pet. You know, I feel like a pet is missing from my life. I really want to take care of something else because I'm responsible. I can fund it myself because obviously I'm working and I can pay for everything myself. Like, you don't even have to worry about a thing. And originally he was very against it. It was like, no, because they stink and it's just going to cause a mess. I was like, no, I'll, I'll be taking good care of it. So, you know, I'll be doing like spot cleans and everything and, you know, it won't stink that badly. Do you know badly. what? It's the same with guinea pigs. People ask me like, you have them in your room? And I'm like, yeah, like, do they not smell? Well, no, because I keep them clean. <laughs> yeah i've had my hamsters for like a good couple of days now and there's no odor at all like absolutely none no. but anyway uh i did a lot of convincing and my dad was like yeah you know what if if you want a hamster then just go get one you can get one i was like okay right great fantastic so the next couple of days i was on like amazon and pets at home uh, ordering like no actually i ordered the bin cage from b&q for anybody who doesn't know what a bin cage is it's essentially a massive storage box because the minimum amount of floor space you should give your hamster is about 450 square inches so that they're living in there humanely and not trapped in like a really small cage but i opted for like a much bigger bin cage so that they had like a lot more floor space because i wanted to give them that luxury so i bought the bin cage 
I then spent, we're not going to talk about how much I spent actually, <laughs> but I spent a lot of money on the extra stuff on Pets at Home and, and on Amazon and, you know, kissed out the cage. And then came Thursday, we went out to the pet shop and we decided to pick out uh, two Russian dwarf hamsters. I think they're Russian dwarf Campbells. They were also Vobovskis. There were only like four hamsters in total at the pet shop. So I was really nervous for the entire day because obviously in the pandemic, people might want hamsters and pets so I was scared that they were going to go on that day but luckily I went there all four of them were still there two Wobrovskis two Russian Campbells and originally I was planning on on getting one dwarf hamster now that is because hamsters they're very territorial they prefer to live alone right regardless of what anybody says hamsters they prefer to live alone Syrian hamsters especially dwarf hamsters they're more sociable but if a fight breaks out, you're going to have to split them into different cages. So I was planning on getting one. So I was looking at them. I, I said, oh, I like uh, I like the one with the black streak on its back. Because I know this sounds bad. The other hamster had like really red eyes. And I wasn't feeling it. I was like, mm, I like the normal looking one better. That that, that, that was essentially what, <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, I like the normal one better, you know. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, I like the one with the black streak. And the guy at the pet shop was like, oh, yeah, that's quite a familiar feature on dwarf Russian hamsters. And I was like, okay are you not gonna like take it out for me like i was like yeah no no i I like that one and he went just the one and i said yeah just the one kids are very like solitary creatures and the guy was like "Mm, you know i think they'd be better in a pair because there were only two of them in the cage and he said that they've been very well bonded for the past three months and they went they, they would be happier together now a lot of things were going through my mind at that point i was like Mm, you know, all the people that I've watched say that this isn't ideal. They prefer to be alone. They wouldn't really care if they're, they're split up. But I thought, you know what? Three months, very well sociable. I was like, oh, you know, you might as well. I was like, okay, right, fine. I'll get two of them. So I ended up with two hamsters in the end. One of them is called Morpeko, which is a reference to the hamster type Pokemon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no one expected anything different, honestly. Yeah, it's not as fun. I've said this to everybody and they're like, oh, I'm not even surprised. But then because I didn't think of a second name, name i just decided to let my sisters pick one and they came up with pocky so yeah now i've got two hamsters pocky and more peko uh, or sometimes shortened down to peko and pocky oh, to get that, that like double p action but yeah honestly they're they're absolutely amazing i can already tell like they're different personality types already Morpeko is a bit more shy, timid. He'll only come out, they're both boys, he'll only come out when it seems to be dark. Like, the only time he'll come out properly is if I switch off my light and then turn on um, my little lamp, which creates, like, this yellow aura, or whatever you call it. That's the only time he'll come out. Pocky is a bit more calm. Honestly, with Pocky, you could stick your head in the cage to watch them, and he wouldn't even mind, he wouldn't even care. He'd go in that sand bath, he'd bathe himself, he'd, you know, eat food, drink water, whilst you're still there looking at him and he won't even care and today actually is the day that i'm going to start the first stages of the taming process Ooh, for the hamsters that was really that was really enthusiastic i'm sorry also leon yes i really need a wee <laughs> like, like, i've got water coming out my eyes i'm that desperate do you know what <laughs> okay let, well fortunately i think it's now time to move on to in what world in this world um taking into the toilet yeah i know the problem is right <laughs> Is I know I'm drinking tonight, so I've drank so much water in such little time. Like before, when I was doing my makeup, I went to the toilet before I started doing it. Ten minutes later, I needed the toilet again. It, it's bad. It's bad. I should not have done this. <laughs> I am a problem. I'm gonna meet my phone. Oh. And I'm gonna go for a wee. Oh, I'm desperate. Right. I'm desperate. Oh, it's bad. Oh, not oh, What do I do? Oh, how do I get to the toilet? Oh, why, why is my laptop there like that? <gasps> 
problem, isn't it? Wow! What a oh, that's my switch. Just only broke that bad boy. Like that. Girl, I am back. That was a nightmare. Welcome back. No, I just when you <laughs> if you made a pedit in it, right? I just can't wait for you to hear what happened. And I fell off my bed. Right. <laughs> I think I've pulled a leg muscle in the process because my laptop's covering the way I get down. So I thought I'll just step over it. Nearly <laughs> fell off my bed. Um, that was that was a nightmare. I'm just I'm sweating and everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> getting back on my bed and then I also had to put my earphone back in and I've took my piercing that was inside my ear out because I went to put a new one in and it doesn't fit and it's it's been sore and it's really sore so I'm like ah this is really hurting and they cried oh well, I think the universe is trying to send a sign oh. maybe tonight's going to be even worse you know I, I was wondering like why you were so silent and now I know because you were <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you seen my story? Bursting. Have you seen my story? No, I haven't. I put my story recording the podcast and I really need to piss. But I'm like so bad, but I don't want to stop Leon talking. He, he the pain, weak bladder probably is becoming a problem. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, right. Right. So, back into it, back into it. In this segment, we discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And this week, New Zealand approved paid leave for women and their partners who experience a miscarriage or stillbirth, giving would-be parents time to grieve. Right, admittedly, this didn't happen in the past week, okay? I've had this story (laughs) on my phone for absolutely ages. I absolutely phrase it because it gives three days leave when a pregnancy ends with a stillbirth and they don't really have to like tap into sick leave in order to do that because their grief is not a sickness, it is a loss. I have many thoughts in my head right now that I'm going to say, why the fuck is this not a thing everywhere else? Why is... Why? I don't know. It, it seems like it should be something that happened universally. Um, but... Here's my next thing. Um, a stillbirth, in my opinion, deserves longer than three days. That's like a full-on child, a stillbirth. Like, you have to give birth to that child. That should be longer than three days. I'm sorry. that If you lost a, just like a child who'd been alive for even a week, you'd get longer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's a step in the right direction, though. It definitely is. I'm not slagging it off. Well, for New Zealand, anyway. Yeah, I know. How is that not a thing? Also, I like the fact that they've acknowledged males in it because in miscarriages and, like, not so much stillbirths, but miscarriages, I don't know, you won't know who Lacey Turner is, but she plays Stacey in EastEnders. She had lots of them, and she, they've got two kids now, but she talks a lot about how, for men, it's not really, miscarriages aren't really spoke about in how it affects men. It's just kind of like they get on with it, where they shouldn't have to just get on with it. But he's mad that nowhere else. It is. What? You'd just expect it, wouldn't you? Like, when New Zealand announced that law, I was like, wait, was that not already a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, why is this not a thing? But I was reading some of the comments that people were making about it, and, you know, people were torn, to say the least, obviously, because we live in a society where free speech is a thing, and unfortunately, sometimes people take that a bit too far. But, you know, some people were complaining that it's unfair for employers, because then employers have to fork out more money, essentially, and they were saying things like, oh, how are they going to pay for this? And, you know, this is really unfair. And there was also another comment, or a few other comments, which were saying, you know what, the way I deal with grief i like to go into work that's that's how i do because i like to put my mind to things and it's like yeah this thing isn't forcing you to stay off like Mm -hmm. if you wanted to go back into work i'm sure your employer isn't going to stop you from coming back in also can we just talk about one of the big comments was like about money or for fucks what is it like surely human mental health and like 
outcomes in life should be more important than money if they've put it as a law obviously there's going to be a way of, like they're going to be able to afford just shut the fuck up honestly sometimes i just see comments and i just think shut the fuck up <laughs> like nobody wants your opinion no one asked for it i was looking at the the comments as well and tallying up just to create some sort of data um, to see who was complaining the most about this. There were some women here and there. Do you know what? Like, those women you, who complain... Are you kidding? <laughs> the women who complain about us, especially men aren't going to shag you more because you're agreeing with them. Like, stop it. Just yeah, stop it. This is a good thing. This isn't a bad... There are many bad things that are happening in the world at the minute to complain yeah. about. But I think New Zealand approving paid leave for people who want to grieve their lost child is like a massive step and it is important. And I don't think it should be it's something like that, to complain you know, about. Or I don't think it should be debated, to be honest. It's it's not um it's not the same as this, but you know like Sarah Everard, the woman who was murdered by a police officer on her way home and obviously yeah yeah and all that sparked out all that like the protest well it wasn't protest the, the thing that happened at the vigil and stuff like that and whatever else well it sparked like a whole discussion online about how like when women are walking home home alone in the dark they always have to do things differently to how men would right and in the comments on some of those yep. things some women are like well i've never had to do that men aren't gonna shag you for it like shut the fuck up like <laughs> right you've never had to whatever like but nine like 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted in some way like that's not sexual harassment that's sexual assault also that, that that's not interviewing every single woman on the planet that is off a case today right yeah so and it's also down to people's opinion you know what i mean like just shut up just like I, I don't get it why why would you put down other women as a woman yourself don't get it when men do it either but why as a woman would you put down another woman's opinion do you know what i mean it just yeah, makes I, no sense i don't understand it either same as women slagging that off just because you wouldn't be affected by a miscarriage doesn't mean that other people wouldn't like you know like depends on how you view it like some people view that as like their child so it's going to affect someone just shut up exactly. and stop being like how are we going to afford it oh well i'd rather be in work <laughs> just shut up good for yeah, you i think i think the people who are complaining about it clearly they probably haven't been through that situation before so they can't be empathetic to it but i think they just need to be a bit more open-minded and go you know what i think this will be a good sometimes thing i think for any grieving just because parents. you can speak doesn't mean you should yeah <laughs> you know? the worst thing as well is some of these disagreements were also happening on linkedin which is supposed <laughs> to be a professional place can we just talk about this what is with like the uprival of linkedin everyone's back on linkedin recently like, everyone's like linkedin i don't have a profile on it but like it dis- like no one used it for about 10 years and suddenly now it's on its way back up the only reason why i use linkedin is uh, because it was part of like my apprenticeship course or whatever and you know it's done a lot of good things for me keeps me in contact with my, my network at work and things like that so you know that's that's the only reason why i use it i don't use it regularly i don't use any social media app regularly apart from snapchat although that is also fading into the background it seems like um <laughs> But yeah, I think the whole argument about the money situation, I don't think any country in the world at the minute is in the green. Do you know what I want to say though, right? I just need, this is, talking of money, did you know that the the world itself is in debt? To who? Who are we in debt to? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's such a mad concept. For example, the UK is in debt. It's in massive amounts of debt, like, ev- like every other country. Every country's in debt. 
no doubt. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, if someone from Sweden turned around to us like, actually, Sweden is in the green. <laughs> that like, was okay, you know, that's fair. But uh, from my knowledge, a lot of countries are in the red in terms of debt. So why are we trying to save money anyway? Might as well, <laughs> might as well splash out all the cash. Who do we need to pay back? But this is my point. Like, it doesn't the make aliens? sense. <laughs> like, I thought this was me just being really stupid. But like, when I found out like, the actual world itself was in debt, I was like, yeah, but who, what? I know it goes off like the amount of gold, doesn't it, or something that's on the like the earth and uh, how much is in Turkey. I don't know, but what? I just, I just think it's mental. <laughs> it I think it's sense. mental, like the world being in debt. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in any world. I'm, I'm so, and you want me to not believe in conspiracy theories? Well, who's that money going to? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the aliens looking over us with a zoo. So, in other news. Scientists have created online games to show the risk of AI emotion recognition. So if you go into the website emotify.info, you can try out an emotion recognition system on your own computer cameras. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one game focuses on pulling faces to trick the technology. Another explores how systems can struggle to read facial expressions in context and, you know, etc. So the reason why this has been created is because it's trying to create awareness to facial recognition and trying to promote more debates about it because it's a very controversial thing facial recognition there's a huge ethical question around it where it's like should we be using this type of technology should we should we be using mass facial recognition for example to the point where the police have like a database of just everybody's face things like that like it brings up a lot of ethical questions so if you want to try out this game for yourself you can go on emotify.info i'm not checked out myself if you get any viruses that's not my problem. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's, not, me. that's not my problem. Um, I'm sure of it's safe. I'm sure because it was on a news article. So, Well, here's yeah. first thing. Every time someone says the word AI, I just think of the Doja Cat song. What song is it? Uh, Cybersex. Anyway, <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I hear it. Uh, on TikTok, there's a guy who used to be a spy. Um, and his daughter interviews him all the time and she's like do you tape up your camera lens like your cameras on like your laptop and stuff and he's like yes i do which what i've never done it in my life so that even made me question it being like oh and he was a spy but i also just sit there and think well you can't apparently in i don't know about other countries but in the uk you can't walk out of your house without being seen on cctv like god knows how many times right so like it doesn't i couldn't care less I think the only way, like, people are like, I don't want to say her name because I own her. I own her and she's going to she's gonna start talking at me. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Alexa. Right, you've all heard that, yeah? You know that thing that Amazon did? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They all say that they, they listen to you all the time, right? And I'm going to be honest, unless you've got something to hide, why would you care? <laughs> like, I've got, like, literally, all they're going to hear in my house is just me and my mum swearing at each... Well, not swearing at I don't swear at my mum, but just insulting each other. Me just singing... You know, they're not going to hear anything interesting. <laughs> like they're not going to hear that I've murdered someone, you know? Like, if you've got someone to hide, then don't have, don't have one, you know? I just think they're... Yeah. Like, people going about the COVID jab, um, apparently having a tracker. You all carry around phones every day. Like, they're, they're tracking you. Like, yeah, why would GPS you care? as well. Like, yeah, why would you care? Shut up. I just think sometimes there is certain things that, like... I'm not saying I believe in the Illuminati, but I think there is things that as normal everyday citizens, we do not need to know and we will never know the answers to. Just let it be. Just let it be. Yeah. You know? Life's too short to, to be worried about like conspiracy theories 24-7. Just or, like, enjoy it. about doing things. Exactly. Because at the end of the yourself. day, guess what happens? We all fucking die anyway. Yeah. And we all die in the same way. Yeah. So 
none of us are more special than anybody else. No. Saying that though, I do cover my camera up on my laptop with uh, with a post-it note. Only because it's no longer a case of, um, oh, it's the FBI like watching. It's a case of in case I accidentally get hacked and then blackmailed. My, I can see why people do it. I want, I want people to see me, me naked. Just do it. Just, you know, just vibing. <laughs> just saying. Dancing around your room. I don't dance around really naked. That's with that's too much. <laughs> it's too much. That's oh, too. Okay, you say that. that. You never know. You that's never too know. much steez for me. <laughs> anyway, I think it's now time to move on to deep in it. Okay. Um, actually, no. So, like, my deep thought is, why did my guinea pig find it okay to die on Good Friday? Um, when the day after I was going to lead Connie Beecham as well. Riddle me that one, because he's a twat. No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't insult the dead. Like, that's really horrible. Anyway, I've got two actually. No, right, okay, I'm going to go with this one instead. Um, the fact that eyelids don't completely block out the light is just fucking bullshit. You know what? That's that's yes. a joke. Like it should. Why that does has it always been? A massive pet peeve. Like, why doesn't it? I don't really know. That's really like, You try to go to sleep during the day. That's like, really pissed if me the off. Sun, if the sun comes in through the window, you're still going to see that light, even though your eyes are closed. That's proper pissed me it's off. It's mental. That. You try to close your eyes and it's just, it's orange. Do you, do you use it's a... It's not darkness. What they call, like a sleep mask thing. Eye mask. No. I don't know no, what I, d- I used to. My stepdad did. But then, like, I used to wake up with my eye mask, like, around my neck or <laughs> around my mouth. Do you know mouth. what? That would be my biggest fear, that. <laughs> Do you know what? I was trying to change would, my earring yeah. yesterday. I, I couldn't get it out, the old one, and I started to feel dead claustrophobic and, like, trapped, and I started like, getting dead aggy and panicked. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Yeah, everyone was like, so you can get a grip, but like, you can't be claustrophobic. The room's not small. And I was like, no, but I feel trapped. Like, that's the problem, because I can't get out. I can't get it out. So imagine if I had like woke up and, like, I had, like, a fucking sleep mask around my neck. I'd commit there <laughs> and then, apparently. I mean, it's a good concept, because, you know, you play it over and it's just darkness. But then again, when I wake up, it's not like you see in the movies, you know, where, you know, I get up, I sit up, and I'm like, oh, I do a little stretch, do a little yawn, pull my face mask up i'm all handsome no that doesn't happen right when i wake up it's like around my neck it's on my it's on my nose it's on my Sorry, mouth i've got a new deep thought up. it's on the other end of the bed i've got a new deep thought okay who gave you the confidence to say that you're handsome ever oh, <laughs> <laughs> well certain people find me attractive tegan would you know that's a shock would you, you would you be surprised is it is it there's a certain gemini out there all right Lauren, <laughs> calm it. i who pulled the to? spring off my um mic stand so i'm just having like a little hissy fit with that <laughs> i'm keeping that in by the way the gemini comment i'm keeping the gemini comment in all right you do you if you get offended by that love that's your <laughs> fault anyway <laughs> um <laughs> oh i'm not laughing the chest this morning the chest, the chest. Leon, leon woke up and chose violence <laughs> It's like, she doesn't listen to it anyway, so like, what's the point? She'll never, <laughs> she'll never know. <laughs> um, that was so, what were we talking? That was so sad. She don't listen to it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Passive oh. aggressive. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we even talking about? I'm asked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me, no, me being handsome. Yes, I am. Thank you, everybody. I'm quite the locker sometimes. You know, when I want to be. Sometimes I just look at myself in the mirror and go, oh. Who would you rather trust? He's a liar. Trust me. Mm. (laughs) All right, don't care. Anyway, eye masks. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't use them. They're not for me. I used to wear the, uh, oh, I forgot. What airline is it? The airline which looks like an antelope. I don't know. I have no, I don't know. I don't go on holiday. (laughs) Oh yeah, because you haven't got a passport either. (laughs) All right, all right. You know, that should be the deep thought of the week. I did have one. Tegan has not got a passport. (laughs) 
Okay, how long have you not had a passport for? Since I was like eight. <laughs> exactly. Like 11 years. How have you not been abroad since you were eight? Because mm, I've just not left the country. That's how I've not. Like, that's not, it's not that questionable. How have you lived? What were your holidays? What, going about... camping in Scotland? Oh, yeah, I love camping. I hate it. But, see, here's my thing. Like, you know when like, you book time off work and people are like, oh, we're going to go on holiday abroad? To me, there's, or any, even just any holiday, there's nothing worse than the idea of that. Because for me, I want to <laughs> relax and to relax that would be lying in my bed for an entire week not being disturbed by anyone not having to go and mm. do stuff that's a week off for me this whole thing yeah. of like going to some you know random g- gaff just chill no i agree with that that is also my ideal like holiday situation as well loads of people like express how can you just sit there and do nothing or how do you not get bored i'm like because i'm an amazing i, en- yeah, I enjoy my own company like, i can entertain myself yeah. that's why uh, and i prefer my own little bubble or whatever like when i go off on holiday if the holiday is like a week long i get really stressed like by the end of that week i'm like i just really want to go back like i've been on some holidays which was like two weeks long i'm like no this is too much no i get this you this is like too much for me i can't like for me a good holiday would be just like a couple of days maybe two days away somewhere i don't know or three days one day being the flight so yeah that's that's the only amount of uh, that's the only length of time that i like being away for because i just i like my bed too much like when i'm off on holiday and sleeping in a different bed i'm like it's not better than my bed it's like that i'm going out tonight drinking and i know i can go back and work on monday and it's not gonna feel like i've had a weekend yeah because it's like it's I already have stuff to do through the week. Like I don't want to have to do something at the weekend where I'm going to have fun and I'm not going to regret it, but it's also like a, I just want to like lie in bed. Call it depression or mental illness, but you know, that's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people who like hype up the week to have like a massive party at the weekend and a massive like socialising event. And like, oh my word, you know, it's Friday and I can't wait because tomorrow we're going to like go out and club and party. And things. And, like that's too much for me. I've I already agree. spent the week socialising and working yeah. with like other people. I do not want to spend the weekend doing the same thing. Otherwise it's going to feel like a full week I completely agree. Putting loads of energy into something, socialising. I just, I couldn't. It could never be me. And, you know, to the people who do hype that up on a weekly basis, good for you, but I'm just not that type of person. And lots of people, like, blame me as well. They're like, oh, how can you not, like, party? You know, how, how, why do you not go to a lot of parties? Because it's like, (laughs) I really do like my own company entertainment. I agree. I do like to stay by myself in my room. I have a video on my phone and it's this guy off TikTok and he makes me laugh all the time but he did a video saying can someone tell me what I was doing when I was younger and he's like when I was younger I was like mommy please let me stay out with my friends longer can I please and I was like after spending a whole day at school with him right and he was like I'll tell you what now I'm coming home from work at three o'clock and I will turn off my lights I will close the blinds and I will lie there and I will not talk to anyone it's the same for me that's the mood as soon as I finish work I'm not going to be talking to any of my colleagues after Nope, you send a message over, I'm not going to read it. I'm sorry, because it's going to be about work and I'm not going to think about work. I'm just going to, once I finish work, that's it, I'm relaxing. I'm not going to think about it. If I've if I've got stuff due that I didn't get done during the day, I'll be like, nope, that's my fault. But now is me time. I have to And agree. I'll catch up when my shift starts again. People will go out there and socialise and party. And it's like, oh. I mean, I get it during a break, you know, during like um, an Easter holiday or Christmas holiday or whatever, if you want to go out. 
you know, and party, that's great. But at the end of a busy week, sorry, I'll never get you. I'll never understand you. And also, right, me saying, me saying, oh, I don't want to like go out and socialize or anything. Like, I am fully hyping this next games night. Yeah. That is going to be happening soon, surely. If right, you like We've already passed, what is it, stage two? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. But it wouldn't shock me if I don't want to get everyone, you know I'm not going to say it because it's going to make everyone feel a bit down, but it wouldn't shock me if we got put in a third lockdown. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, let's not jinx it. anything. I'm not going to jinx anything. But um, I said it. But yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to this next games night. I want it to be like the ultimate one. You know, the all-star one. Bring back all the OGs. Bring back some new people. I agree. Bring the Crocs in. Let's not bring the Crocs in. You need to stop with that. That is another thing as well that Tegan has been obsessed about for the past couple of weeks now. Yeah, but you've not seen my story uh, yet. Since I've been recording this podcast, I've been sponsored, uh, like on Facebook, sponsored Vans slip-on shoes. They're called Trek slip-ons and they look like they're like kind of a bit like Crocs. And I've put love or hate Crocs. We need to come together and fucking fight this. Disgusting. Wait, you've been sponsored? No, like, yeah, like sponsored on Facebook. We get a sponsored post on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> you know, I've not been sponsored oh, to you, talk about it. Why? Who phrased it like I've been sponsored? Well, that's, no. I have. That sponsored him. Okay. All right, then. Well, the that was me thinking that the podcast has just got a massive sponsor and we were going to go, so this week we have been sponsored How the by... Fuck like, how would you not know about that? You deal with all that stuff. I'm just here. I'm, I'm just... You never know. You know, just you here. You never know. They might have... They might have messaged him, but like, hey, yo, Tegan, we've, uh, we, we've listened to this like little podcast of yours and, you know, we want to sponsor you. Um, so I thought we were going to do like a well, massive, if they had, massive announcement. Those shoes would be told a big fat F off. <laughs> Vans, what have you done? You've caused like chaos. Uh, I just want to refer back to the post um, or back to the statement, what someone vote, which said, if you're really trying to get Crocs because they, you think they look trendy, then you really need to reevaluate your life. And I agree. <laughs> I don't say they look trendy. They just look like they're just... Good shoes to just put on. Are they you can, though? You can put better them in shoes. Sport, you can put them in sport mode. For thirty-five pounds, you could get better shoes. You can put them in sport mode. It's sport mode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. When are you going to see like the major athletes kicking about in Crocs? I don't know, and I don't care about them exactly. But I'm exactly. I, like, but are you going to be running now, in Crocs? Are you going to be putting the Crocs Leon, in sport are you mode? A fan, are you a f- uh, yeah? I would are you a fan of sliders? I'm not a fan of... Ooh, exactly, ooh, ooh. exactly, I'm not right? a fan of sliders. Where I would use Crocs like sliders, but I wouldn't be using yeah, sliders. If I just needed to nip somewhere... Why wear just, sliders anyway? Just, do you know what? So, have you heard of Hot Girl Summer? No. Hot Girl Summer is apparently like, you know, where... Hot, well, it's Hot Girl Summer. You just go out and just, you know, live your best life as a girl. Where yeah. someone's put, fuck Hot Girl Summer, it's Croc Girl Summer. <laughs> and do you know what? Stop it, yourself. <gasps> Stop. Shh. What? People might hear my guinea pig squeaking. Really? <laughs> Yeah, it's little Hattie. She's fucking got a gob on her. Oh, Hattie wants to wants to get involved. Go off, Queen. By the way, have we told? Have we announced to Ellie yet that we want to on the podcast? Have yeah. we done that yet? Yeah, Ellie knows. Oh, we have. Oh, our next guest, everybody, is going to be the wonderful Ellie, who is one of our top fans and top friends. Ellie, we're very looking forward to having you on the podcast. We cannot wait. Woo! Wish me and my liver some luck for tonight. Yeah, wish Tegan the best of luck. And wish me the best of luck as well, because I have to view it. <laughs> I have to be part of this experience. Um, hey, hey. So anyway, I think it's now time to wrap it up for this week. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow the podcast, you can do on Twitter at GTNALT podcast. And if you want to follow Tegan, you can do where? On Twitter at basic ly slick. 
Yep, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Bogus Plague. So thank you everybody for listening, and we will see you all if we don't take another break <laughs> next week. Good. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't as long that time. I gave That's up. A shame. My, I didn't take a, a big enough breath. The <laughs> asthma kicked in and you was like, to, stop. Yeah, you need to just like mentally prepare yourself for tonight. You can't put that much energy yet. I know. Another successful recording. <laughs>